Contrary to popular belief, becoming a leader who works on their business as opposed to in it is not about hustle and complexity. It's about implementing scalable systems and process inside your business that allow team members to be empowered. Since 2015, Jess Densley has been working with business leaders to do exactly that. If you want some tactics to take your business up a notch, listen to this latest episode from Jess. And if you want more, go to JessDensley.com. Now, here's Jess. Does all that admin stuff. Steph, um, there should be probably more than this list here, but um, Steph, her role assists, she initially was your traditional EA to me, but now that the team's grown, she's more of the team operations. So she probably runs the team more than I do because I'm out doing appointments all the time. She sort of backs that up and um, is the person that if Tom or Bridge needs something, they tend to go to her and ask because she's sort of over the whole um, office and what's going on. So she's preparing um, appraisals. She does all the admin and marketing for every listing. So the moment I bring an authority and a marketing schedule back to the office, I hand that to Steph and then I have absolutely zero to do with it until the property actually goes live online. So that could be a week, it could be a month. Steph does all the liaising with all the clients to make sure that that takes place. Once again, as soon as I list the property, that's what I make known, that as soon as I go back to the office, I'm giving the, this to Steph and she's gonna be calling you today, sending you an email tomorrow. She does exactly what we've just suggested and then it runs like clockwork. But if you just leave and then they hear from the assistant, they start to think you've palmed them off. So you've got to set everything up the moment you list the property. Um, she attends and coordinates all the photo shoots. So she doesn't go to every photo shoot, but she does with the ones that I suggest to her that she should because they're a potentially high maintenance vendor. If it's a vacant property, she's not going to go. Or if it's a rental property, sometimes she goes because the tenants are such pigs just to make sure it actually presents better. Um, she books all the opens um, and when you've got 17 uh, and a few auctions on one day, it's a pretty difficult um, thing for her to manoeuvre, but she does it pretty well. Um, administration post sales, so she puts all the trails and everything we do in the database. So the moment a property settles, that's not the end of that client life. It's now a matter of we've just started the client relationship and we'll track them until they decide to sell in a year or 10 years or 15 years, however long that is. Um, she does all of my marketing, social media, um, detail, uh, handles all my calendar, email and phone, and phone management as well. So my phone, uh, if it rings for more than five seconds, it then goes into another phone that sits in our office called the Bat Phone. And um, the reason for that is because I'm so busy and a lot, m probably 90% of the calls are, are buyer calls, if I'm tied up with dealing with buyer calls all the time, then I'm taking my focus off getting new listings and dealing with the current vendors that I've got. So all of those calls go through and either Tom, Steph or Bridge will answer that. So I could be sitting in a listing appointment for two hours and my phone could have rung 15 times. Every single one of those 15 calls has been answered, appraisals, buyer appointments booked in and I haven't had nothing to do with it. So it's all just being really systemized and making sure that you've got it going on. Uh, team management, so as I said before, if I'm out for you know six appraisals in a day um, and the team can't contact me, then Steph's the one that they go to to make sure that they get what they need. Um, she prepares for the daily, weekly and monthly team meetings, which I'll take you through in a moment as well. And she coordinates all the team's KPIs um, and she also trains the new team members. So are there any questions about any Steph's roles? No? Just one on um, the, you booked all the overpayments. Yep. What role do you play in that? Do you not get involved at all? No. You up on Saturday and do the rest of the team? Yeah. So I, on a, 
probably Friday night when I'm sitting down, I actually go, I wonder what we've got tomorrow, and I open up my calendar and see what's on. I obviously know what options I've got on, but the schedule of the open homes, I have no idea. Um, so often I open, like last week I opened up and went, shit, we've got a big day tomorrow, and I hadn't even really thought about it. Um, so she books them in, sends an SMS to every single vendor on the Monday and says, this is your open for inspection time for Saturday. Um, you know, good luck. It's not, would you, are you happy with that? Or the moment you say you're happy with that, you're open to them saying, no, I'm not. Can we have it at this time? No, you can't. Um, so our business plan is pretty simple, but it's broken down into four really key components. Um, so it's creating solid foundations for relationships with new clients and growing a database network. So essentially, in brief, that just means people we don't know. We want to get as many people that we don't know to know and put them into our database and maintain um, or build a relationship with those people. However, having sold properties, we also now are building meaningful relationships with existing clients and keeping in touch. So I can't remember where I came up with this stat, and I could have just dreamt it, but I'm pretty sure every seven to ten years someone sells a house, give or take, wherever you, you know, if it's in Tossavon's area, it's probably 15 years, but in Yarraville it's five years, in our area it's probably seven to ten, it, it changes. So if you've been in the job for more than seven years, it's going to turn out that if you sold 40 properties seven years ago, you should really sell another 40 properties to those people you sold to 40 years ago, plus the ones that you're going to sell as well. So you really should be maintaining a relationship with every one of those past clients um, because then year eight, year nine, year ten, it's exponential and it starts to snowball effect. Um, and you, in effect, and this doesn't always work, but you really shouldn't need to actually meet anyone new because you should just be selling all the stuff that you sold seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. Um, expanding the digital and social media presence. So I don't know whether anyone follows us on social media, but um, we're huge advocates for it. And that's where I reckon I've pretty much built or built upon what my existing decent business was to take my business to the next level. Um, we'll talk about that in a moment as well. And the team growth and development. So um, Tom and, St and Bridget um, are in the team uh, and they will be, they're obviously training up to be hopefully um, what I am one day and have their own team. So it's not just a matter of keeping them down and pushing them down and making sure they stay in the team. I know they're in the room, so I need to say this, but <laughs> making sure they stay in the team, it's actually about making sure they grow. Tom's been starting to list a few of his own properties and handling those vendors, and Bridget's now doing callbacks as well. So you can see the evolution of each agent. Um, there's just too much. In my opinion, I don't know the single agents in the room here, but I'm not talking about single as far as relationship. I'm talking about whether you've got a team or not. Um, SMS, in my opinion, is massive. I mean, yes, you may not get anything back, but I guarantee you every SMS is getting read or watched or a video. So um, you, you may not feel the response from that, but I, get, I guarantee it's happening. It's like social media. You're getting thousands of people watching your videos. You're not actually sitting there watching them watch the video, but it's happening. Uh, Christmas cards to VIP clients, annual letterbox drops. So around tax time, we just do a letterbox drop, saying it's tax time, do you want an updated appraisal? It's pretty basic stuff. Um, and annual calendars. So the database and pipeline management. So once, a, once again, pipeline management is people that are looking at selling in the next 12 months. Um, they're people that you're going to pursue um, at a hotter rate than people that are just, you know, you're going to carry, I'm going to be carried out in a box, that terminology. Um, so we keep in touch with the clients on the database. Um, six monthly calls, general, so general market overview will just be Hey, just ring you up to letting you know the Geelong marketplace is still pretty good. It's the best in the country. However, it has come back a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. Just giving them an overview, not talking it up, not talking it down, just giving them how it is. Um, anniversary calls for past purchases, as we mentioned before. Active pipe newsletter, that's just a generic newsletter that goes out. But if you put every single email address in that, it just happens and you don't even think about it. 
uh, and market updates for nearby listings. Um, pipeline categories, so we've got a massive whiteboard in my office. I'm a very um, visual person, so in my office is uh, a, a big whiteboard with 30 days, 90 days, 6 months and 12 months and every single potential seller that's going to be doing a transaction in that period of time is up there and on a board um, because I can just sit there and see a new listings come in for 60 Smith Street Geelong West and I look up on the board and go, okay, there's a couple of people around that. I'm going to ring them straight away and let them know, hey, 60 Smith Street's just been listed. Very similar to yours, just that I'll give you an update. Um, and that's something we're constantly changing on a daily basis. So whenever you make the phone call to that client and they're like, mm, yeah, no, we've actually decided that um, we're going to go on a six-month holiday and we've decided we're going to sell by the end of the year. So you're thinking around December? Yep. I'll get up, rub it off, put it in December so that it's constantly maintained because um, people usually change the dates that they're going to be selling. I'm not sure whether you've experienced that, but a lot of people say we're selling in six months and then in two months' time you see it on the market. Pretty annoying. Uh, pipeline management, so once again we call people to invite them to our auctions. We think we run a pretty good auction scenario, so um, if we can, other than sitting down saying we're the best agents in Geelong, if we can actually try and show them that we're the best agents in Geelong, it's a lot more powerful to that potential vendor. So we will um, invite them to the ones that are going to go well, of course, um, and we invite, um, yeah, we invite them to the ones that we think are going to go well so that they can see how our team operates because we operate in a different way to most um, auctions uh, in Geelong uh, and just regular check-ins so we're huge on trying to get people bring them forward to the market so if people you know people are like oh we need the place painted we need to re-carpet hey you know what we'll take care of that we've got a painter we've got a carpet we'll, go, we'll bring them around get some quotes we're actually providing a service but we're also giving them a chance to come to market sooner rather than later other than oh yeah cool when you get that done just give us a call and it just shows that we can um, we can show, we can give them um, something to look forward to. Social media. Um, so as I said, we have done videos for, I lie, it's not every single listing, but a couple of blocks of land and some houses that wouldn't come up very well with a video. I think we did 78 property videos in the last 12 months. Um, so every single Wednesday is my video day. Um, so I'll do one, two, three videos on, on that particular day. Um, and then that's pretty much what I call my um, virtual door knock day. So I'll go and do those videos, and yes, it takes a lot of time, but once those videos are done and they're out in the social media world, they are doing my door knocking for me. I'm sitting at home watching TV and people are scrolling through Facebook and seeing my video, making money while you sleep. So there's different ways to skin a cat. Um, so we do the video post to Instagram, to LinkedIn, um, and we also do it to my Facebook page as well. Um, we also create an auction event for every single listing that we do. Um, we also do what's called raw videos. So there's a, to me, there's a massive difference of not just showing people how professional you can be, but how real you can be as well. And combining those two, you're showing the, the true human being that you are. Most, most of the general public think that we're just robots and dickheads. Let's try and show them that we're half decent human beings, but we can be professional as well. Um, Sold sticker photos, it's all pretty standard stuff, and testimonials. So testimonials, we get, um, you know, rate my agent stuff, which is really good, but uh, Tom's really good at getting, as soon as an auction's finished, I'll say, thanks, congratulations, I've got to head off to the next one, and Tom will stay behind and actually get a video testimonial from that client. Um, it's a lot easier when I'm not in the room, I feel I don't like people talking about me while I'm there, and they don't like talking about me while I'm there either. So I head off and Tom does a video, sends it through to me via text message and it's it's up with the sold sticker 
Like there can't be more powerful. You've got the sold sticker, you've got the vendor saying that Will, Tom, Bridget and Steph are the best we've ever dealt with. If you're thinking of selling, you need to speak to them. It's just way better than any words that you can see written on a piece of paper. Are there any questions about the social media stuff? Because a lot of people get pretty confused with it. Clearly not this room. Um, agent marketing, once again, um, you'll notice down here we've got personal brand post work-life balance. I've made a really conscious effort um, that I want the general public, if someone rings me because of my social media presence and they want to deal with me, it's because they kind of know who I am. Um, so I'm a big advocate on my Fridays. It's, it's all by design. I actually put photos of me riding along the river with my kids or doing something family orientated. When people ring me up to actually sell their house and I tell them I don't work Fridays, they go, yeah, I know, I know it's your family day. I haven't told them that. They've actually just seen it. And so it, it just sets it up. It's quite extraordinary how it works, but they also know that you've got to work in your favour. So I'm a family person. They go to school. I like sport. I want people that like that sort of stuff to ring me. I don't, want, I don't like to deal with people that don't like me, and it just doesn't work that way. Um, so if anyone rings you off your social media presence, it's because they, they feel a connection with you. Um, and once again, you're probably more than likely a chance of getting that listing. Can I have a question, You can. Um, how many days a week is Mercury Too many. <laughs> um, Steph works five, so she does Monday to Friday. I haven't said what time to and from, but Monday to Friday. Um, and Bridget works um, Monday through to Saturday, but takes Friday afternoon off. And Tom does the same, but takes Thursday afternoon off. And I actually have to sort of keep them to that. They're laughing in the background, but I have to keep them to that because Tom will book in an appointment for Thursday at three. I'm like, it's your afternoon off. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So it's just so easy to get all consumed. It's, it, in my mind, it's, it's, it's as important what you say no to as to what you say yes to. Um, it's just, it's, everyone knows in this room that you just get pulled from pillar to post in this job and you just, without being rude or arrogant, you need to make sure that you run by your design because people will respect that. And if people don't, they're not the type of client that you want. Now, I understand when you're in a different phase of your career, if you're brand new, yes, like I did, you've got to work seven days a week and you've just got to really get that momentum going. So I'm not saying that you don't work hard or do a 7.30 appointment at night or do a Sunday or anything like that, but you've got to be very careful of, in my opinion, because of where I've been, you've got to be really careful of um, what you say yes or no to. Um, so team management and focus, as I said, it's a, it's a huge job and when, you've got, when you're not just dealing with yourself um, and you've got three other people, you need to know what they're doing and they need to know what you're doing and you all need to have a common goal. I know the common goal is to sell as much as, as, as many houses as possible, but break that down to a, a bite-sized chunk so that we all know uh, what is focused. So we have daily WIP meetings, work in progress for WIP, um, and they go for probably no longer than five to seven minutes. So it really is just a breakdown of, um, it's in, first thing in the morning, um, quick meeting run through on what each member has, has had on the previous day appointments for the day coming. So I might have three appraisals and Steph will be like, oh shit, you didn't give me that appraisal sheet and I'd better do a CMA and a pre-list kit and all that sort of stuff. Doesn't happen often, but sometimes you can quickly catch it before it's too late. What wasn't completed the day before that clearly needs to be completed that day um, and any new sales um, listings that need to be discussed. So once again, that pipeline board that I've got of 30 days, Steph will take a photo of it and put it on the WIP meeting agenda and they will all ask, is there anything that we need to do to help progress those clients, they're 30 days or less away, so we need to make sure that 
we're maintaining contact, so we'll go, hey, how about we call them and let them know about that sale, or send them an SMS, or do this, or do that. Give them a call and offer a gardener, or whatever it may be. Uh, weekly team meetings, so on a Monday it's slightly longer, but not a lot. Um, recapping on the previous week, um, and we're just talking about any settlements um, or conditions um, that haven't been met subject to finances. Do we need to call the banks? Do we need to uh, just bridge, need a book in a file inspection? Just all that sort of stuff. Um, and what pipelines we're focused on. Monthly team meetings, so obviously the, 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 the meetings that are further out, they tend to go for a bit longer because you're covering off on more stuff. But the monthly team meetings are really just recapping on the KPIs. Did, did the team hit the KPIs? Um, we all have our different KPIs, but did we all hit them? Um, we, what are we going to do for the next month? Did we set them too high? We need to bring them back. Did we not set them high enough? Do we need to add new KPIs in? Um, and the focus for the month ahead. So depending on the season, depending on, you know, it might be grand final weekend coming up, how are we going to um, make sure that we don't list auctions over that period? Just little things that we're always ahead of the game, making sure we don't stuff up a listing and book it in for the wrong day or time. Um, and ideas. So one thing that we are flooded with in with technology as real estate agents is just training, ideas, implementation. We're just constantly bombarded with it and it's really easy to get overwhelmed and I'm subject to that by the way, of oh shit, what about that new one and then we're going around, should we do that, should we do that, should we take that off, should we do that? So we, we want to make sure that we're actually moving with the times and um, making sure that we're using technology to our advantage to help us do things in the best way possible. Um, and then annual team meetings, clearly once a year. Review of the year that's just gone, how well did we do, how shit did we do. Um, and then in any annual leave, which I don't know why you put that there. We, you don't do that, do you? You don't go and leave. Um, 11 weeks, how good would that be? That'd be awesome. Training and career development. So, um, as I said, um, Tom and Bridge and every other agent in their office for that matter, everyone wants to get better, I want to get better, everyone in this room clearly wants to get better because they're part of Jess's network and they're here um, listening to this. So um, we're, we're huge advocates on weekly dialogue and auction training. So we actually do auction trainings in auctioneer training where we stand out the front of the office and um, we haven't done it for a little while but we've been huge on doing that and practicing our auctions in front of Moorable Street which is the main drag. All the cars go down and toot their horn and you're calling an auction and um, other than being a bit of fun, it's actually pretty good uh, marketing for the office and it's pretty difficult for a new auctioneer if they can call an auction in front of cars and buses and stuff. It makes an actual proper auction pretty easy. Um, and dialogue training as well. So um, usually Bridge and I sit down on a Tuesday morning at quarter past eight and we go over dialogue training, callbacks, um, what to do when you're calling the, the pipeline of people, anniversary calls, we're just sharpening the tools all the time. Um, and training videos and podcasts. So I'm not sure about you, but um, I have that many podcasts I listen to. I'm constantly um, trying to learn and, and train myself to be better, um, but also to remember things that I might have forgotten. So it's amazing how many times I listen to a podcast and go, shit, I can't believe I haven't been doing that for a year. Um, just on that though, there was something I was going to say at the very start of this talk, and um, you're all going to go away today and hopefully be a little bit inspired. And that inspiration in 24 to 48 hours will dwindle and you'll be like, shit, I'm back at work and I'm back in the same phase that I was. Something that I've been a massive advocate for and I've done it my whole career is I don't try and recreate the wheel after a training session. It's about one percenters. So please just, James has given you that much advice. I'm hopefully giving you advice. Please just implement three things. That's it. Don't, you're writing copious notes, which is awesome. 
But if you get back and try and implement every single thing that we've spoken about, you won't do any of it, and you'll stuff up the momentum that you have, and it will, it will be a basket case. So you're all very good agents, I'm sure. You just need some tweaking, as we all do. So just try and implement one or two or three things. Three is ideal. But often, once I've finished a training session, I'll email Steph saying these are the three things. We'll sit down and talk about them and implement them into the team. So does that make sense? Don't, don't just try and, like, there's not one agent in this country. There's hundreds of good ones. There's not one that does the exact same thing as the next. So what it says to me is you don't have to do the identical thing than, than the agent you aspire to be. Just do a few similar things. Do a few similar things to him, him, her, her. By the time you've, you've done all of that, you'll, you'll have your perfect business model. Um, buddy system, so the beauty of having a team um, is that if I go away, Tom can step up and do my role. If Bridget goes away, Tom can, Tom's doing all our roles by the sounds of it, but um, if, if Steph goes away, Bridget and Tom know um, her role so they can pitch in and help. It's not just a matter of let's just let it go for a week or two. We actually then fill that void. Sometimes we have to drop a couple of things to make sure we're picking up the ball on the other side. Um, but as I said, if, uh, if Tom goes away, then Bridget's filling the role of the buyer role. So it's really important, like I said earlier, you're doing your job 90% of the time, but 5 or 10% of the time you're doing someone else's, you need to be sharpening the tool to make sure you know exactly what your team's doing. Annual performance reviews, it's pretty obvious. We just sit down at the end of each year or the start of each year and work out what each person wants, personally, professionally, all that sort of stuff. Um, if I know that Tom wants to buy an investment property next year, then it's really important for me to know that we can work towards that goal for him. Steph wants to go to another holiday to Italy. The answer is no, but if she has to, then we can work out a bit the best way to try and put some money aside.